It's about that time, Sunday evening, for The Hobby, Episode 4, with Bernie and Dom. Enjoy. What's up, baby? What's up, man? What's going on? Just finished listing a bunch of stuff on eBay, baby. Oh, yeah. Start on Sunday, and on Sunday? Yes, sir. I think people need the... I mean, we're going right into it. I think people should learn how to do that. Yeah. Um, I noticed that during the whole, you know, during the prime or peak of the whole COVID thing, it didn't really matter as much. You know, I, I'd list stuff on, you know, Monday or Tuesday, whenever basically I had time. And uh, it didn't, I didn't really see a, a, a difference in the ending pricing. But outside of that, there's always been, from what I've noticed, at least, um, you know, you'll see auctions tend to go for more on Sunday nights. So I try to stick to stick to that. Yeah. And I think not only Sunday to Sunday is very good, but ending at a time or starting at a time is perfect because I, you know, some end at two in the morning and it, yeah. and it seems to, seems to always be that, that that's the comp they use when they want to buy your car. right? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I had to check my watch list before we started this because last time I lost the card that was ending. And I was like, what? Oh. Because, well, I mean, it's early, you know? Right. And uh, there was a, a Giannis 9.5 Genesis that just ended. And the raw self brought 800 bucks. One just ended for like 770 or something like that. And a 9.5 ended at like four in the afternoon my time. So that's three your time. And it sold for like 980. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I was watching the Brandon Clark because I've been trying to pick up his stuff. And the Raws were like 300, 350, and then a 9.5 just sold for 300. And I was like, damn. Yeah. Now, good thing I didn't buy any yet. But um, those Genesis are so nice. But I was talking to Zane the other day, and we think there's a lot more than people know. Like, when they first started popping out, it seemed like they were really, really short printed, but they're kind of popping up like nothing right now. Yeah. Um, I think. And look how. Go ahead. Go, no, go ahead. I was going to say, look how much retail people are still sitting on, too. So. Well, I think what it is is they release those in a product that has numbered short prints, you know, like all the retail, like the pinks that you get in the mega boxes are numbered to 10, the blues out of the cello packs are numbered to 15. And the fluorescent oranges out of the blasters are numbered at 25 and you have your Genesis. So if you rip, you know, I don't know, 40 blasters, let's say, and you pull one orange fluorescent and six Genesis, it's like, wait a second. These might not be as short printed as people initially thought because of how rare retail mosaic was and now people are like oh man i just spent five grand on mosaic and i can't get a hundred dollars of blaster anymore time to start selling right i'm you know what you know me i've been a sucker for spectra for a long time not basketball because i just never really did much cards you know in basketball but and it doesn't do well anyways but football i'm i'm always there on break day you know got my niners i love spectra and with Mosaic, man, I think Mosaic puts puts Spectra down like like the old dog, bro, because it's got the Spectra type designs, but it's on a thin card. Yeah, they're they're nice. You know, there's football coming out, right? 
I did not know that. Yeah, so I was talking to so there's actual that was my next topic. Yeah, Go there's ahead. there's actual reps and distributors who only handle retail, and we have a card shop here. The owner, um, it's a Colorado Sports Cards. Uh, he's a good buddy of ours. He comes into the shop almost weekly, and uh, he does a lot of he buys a lot of retail. Um, he doesn't hunt it down at Target or Walmart or anything like that. He buys it from the distributor in cases and stuff like that. And right. he told me, he's like, hey, you know, here's my distributor's number. Uh, it's where I get all my retail stuff from. And, uh, you know, if you get in in time, you might get in time for uh, football mosaic. And I was like, hold up. Wow. <laughs> like, what? Wow. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, that's going to be amazing. And the, get getting back to uh, the Genesis, I man, they're beautiful cards. I, the sh- I don't think, you know, the short print matters to the collector um, as much as the flipping side of it. I think the prices are going to start going down because they're popping out. But, damn, they're beautiful cards, man. I mean, the black gold is beautiful. Yeah. Um, the peacocks. Now, uh, those might be, like, short printed to two or something. Geez. I haven't seen many of those, and I haven't seen more than two of one player. Well, those are in choice, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, man. Those are beautiful. And I think Panini, I mean, how many times do we talk about short prints and they never tell us how many there are of them? Well, they don't need to. I mean, I, I, I they should, though. Like Prism football, reds and blues, like every year. Like they just stop telling us how many they made. Didn't they do it like one year? Yes. They only told us one year. Well, I mean, if you think of it from, from their point, as as far as like a marketing type deal they tell you one time and then you as like we as a consumer just assume that's what it is every year and it's not that though right there's no way i mean it that hasn't that hasn't followed true on like any of their releases you know once then comes out short printed and it gets a bunch of hype behind it then they're like oh you like this boom now like perfect example is like uh, the zebra stripes and stuff like that, or the different like snake skin and all that stuff that they put in select baseball last year, they added it because of so much hype around select zebra for basketball. They add it into baseball and then they're like, not that common. I mean, not that rare. I'm sorry. I don't even want to talk about Panini baseball, bro. <laughs> like I, I, I can't imagine of someone like you bringing up, panini select baseball not even 10 minutes into the cast (laughs) like that's something we start reaching for like near the end to try to get it to an hour or something (laughs) jesus christ so i'm not even gonna go to that but i'm gonna go back to they should tell us i mean because remember blues are like the five yep and some guy i forgot who it was on instagram he had four of four blues and i think he pulled them all wow and it's like he's like there's no way i could have you know, pulled all four. I might have that wrong. Reach out if it's you, but I know he had four of them. But if they would tell us, it would just be a lot better than people guessing like SSP with a question mark. Is there 20 of these? Is there 15 of these, you know, the reds and the blue. And I think it affected the prices for the newer years because people buying them would just say, Oh, they're not like that anymore. They're, you know, they're not as short print as they used to be. Anyways, it's not a big deal, but I think they should uh, tell us what a red and a blue and prism is. As they should with the, uh, you know, the Genesis and the Peacock. Yeah. If you're not going to tell us before the product, at least tell us after or sometime. You know how they do with Contender short prints? Yep. 
like a couple a few months into it that'd be cool well the using that as an example the the like the contenders all that took was basically like an outcry from the hobby you know tweeting them or uh commenting and whatnot constantly 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 asking them what the print runs are because they never they it took them man i want to say three years maybe to release the print run for the 2013 uh contenders short prints because i i wanted to know because of zach dicert you know uh right and so, and all that's all it took is just people constantly hounding them. And then they started releasing it almost like in waves. Like they'd be like, all right, here's the first batch of short prints we'll let you know about. Right. So. Yeah. I noticed that. But now, speaking of Panini announcements, I was uh, led to this announcement made in 2014 that I thought was kind of funny. So, this is when they announced their rever- uh, rewards program, which they stated as a truly revolutionary development for the entire trading card industry. Okay. Now I don't really want to get into the rewards or points. I like the second paragraph where it says, now listen to this. In addition, points will never expire. Reward cards will be produced in NFL, NBA and MLB PA products. The patch database will be for high-end cards. Panini will take high-resolution images of prime patches and place a small QR code on the back of the cards. Collectors can scan those codes and find the image of the card as it comes off the line from Panini. If the card does not match the image, it's a fake patch card. Whoa. This is 2014. They never did that, did they? No. Man. I mean, talk about something that would be pretty badass. I mean, Emmett Smith did it, right? Right. Or, or his, his company, what's that, Prova? Or Yeah, he's uh, partners with them. He uh, hand carries all his jerseys into them for uh, um, for use, for game use. And then you take a picture of that card, and you're supposed to be able to upload it. And um, it tells you what game it was from or something like that uh, because he found a fake game used jersey in a card shop and he's like BS I have all of my game used jerseys yeah I mean and this was at the 2014 industry summit talk about some fucking lip service bro no kidding and the reason it says it says because a patch database has been an element collectors have asked for because of the proliferation of fake cards on the secondary market. Panini America will do one for high-end releases now. Man. That would have been so That's cool. crazy. Right? I mean, Topps basically does it with those cool little stickers on the game-used jerseys where you could at least look at it. I mean, what when it was used. Those actually sell for more, too, regardless of who it is. If it has that sticker versus not having that sticker... Uh, even if junk players sell for a couple bucks more just because they have that MOB authenticated sticker on them. Yeah, so, okay. Let me start. Let me rewind back to the start of my week, okay? Go. So Tuesday, I get a knock at the door. The dude says, and I see he has a package in his hand. Not a package, like a package of papers, right? Okay. And I'm like, oh man, <laughs> what is this? Do I have a warrant out for my arrest or something? Right, about to get served. 
yeah and he goes is is you know he asked if i'm there is bernie hammer there and i said no <laughs> and he's, i mean and he said oh i got a package for him and i said that doesn't look like a package and he goes well i got some papers for him does he live here and i said yes and he's like, okay well you can give it to him and i said okay well can i look at it and he goes you can do whatever you want with it as long as you give it to him and I said, okay. And he's all, oh, I need your name. And I said, Benjamin. And he goes, Benjamin what? And I said, Johnson. <laughs> and then he's all, okay, Benjamin Johnson. And he leaves. And I'm thinking, man, that's a fucking generic name, right? Right. And uh, so I opened it up and it says AAA of America suing, you know, Bernie Hammer for $60,000. Jeez. And I go, what the fuck is this? And I look through it and I'm like, oh, I remember something about this. So two years ago, I get a phone call from my insurance agency and they go like, hey, were you recently in an accident? I said, no. And they're like, do you own a 94 Chevy Suburban? And I said, no. Have you ever owned it? No. Do you know anyone that owns it? No. Were you driving it? No, I don't. I've never. No, I don't have a 94 Suburban. I wasn't. Okay. We're going to send you a letter, you know, so you, you know, you can keep this document. And I said, may I ask why? I'm like, oh, there's, there's been an incident. And, and I said, oh, and you just have my name. And they're like, well, you know, don't worry about it. I said, okay. So then I get a letter a couple weeks later from a law firm, like in Chicago or something. Okay. And it says they're suing me for a certain amount. I forgot what the amount was, but it was different. And it's the same thing. It said for an accident, a hit and run accident. I said, what the hell's going on here, man? So I call them and they just give me limited information. They don't want to tell me anything, right? And they're like, okay. I said, do you have a police report or anything? If it's a hit and run, am I, shouldn't I be arrested? You know, and they're, Sure. And they're like, well, here's a police report number. So I called the LAPD and I spoke to a lady and it took a while to get to her. And I, I get to like uh, records and stuff. And she said, you know, I, I told her my name and she starts reading it to me. What happened? She's like, yeah. So on this certain street, I forgot the name of the street, but a Chevy Suburban ran into a bunch of cars parked. So like hit three or four cars. Right. Okay. And then they left the car there and left so i said okay is and she, i said do they have a driver's license number do they have any of this information do they have my middle i mean i'm freaking out like yeah fuck, man this is so weird and she said well don't worry about it if if you weren't there you weren't and i said is there a warrant out for my arrest and they're like no why would there be and i said well it's a hit and run isn't that like a felony or like yeah if, you know if there was a personal injury or anything so I said, okay. And she said, don't worry about it. It's probably just an insurance company fishing to get the money, you know, and they're, they're trying to grab anybody they can that they think was there. And I said, okay. And I, I did what the officer told me. I forgot about it. So this guy shows up and I'm reading at $60,000. I have to, I have to file within 30 days or the $60,000 goes. So I'm like, fuck man, this fucking thing. So the only thing I know of is Jack of all trades on instagram right Derek. right yeah he's a lawyer called i said hey man can you check this out for me i gotta you know 
can I ask you a question? And he goes, yeah, man, do what, send me the summons, do all this, send him all the paperwork. He looked over it for me. I don't know how much I could say. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, he helped me a lot. So thanks a lot, Derek. Um, long story short, I called my old insurance company who I had at the time who sent me that letter. Yeah. And they're like, Oh yeah, this is totally fishing that we'll, we'll go to bat for you. So, they are taking over the lawsuit. Man. They're either going to fight it if they have to, or they just send a letter and say, this is not the guy. And it's called a demur. And they'll throw it out or whatever. But he said, but she said, um, and Derek said this, that there's a two-year statute of limitations in California. So they're just trying to like hurry up and, and grab it. And hopefully what a lot of people do is if they get summons or whatever and they, they see that, they won't even show up to court and the, the judgment will be, you know, just put on them. So it'd be put on your name or liens or whatever. But it was a f- rough couple, two or three days. You know, you know you don't have an, anything to do with it, but I didn't know how I could get out of it. Like, I was like, how do they just come up with my name and sue me and then I got to sh- go to court and and then – I have to prove I wasn't there. Like, don't they have to prove I was there? Like, what the hell's going on here? This is like, <laughs> and he's like, you know, Derek would tell me, well, it's not a criminal case. It's like either you did it, or you more likely did it, or you didn't. But, and he he told me it'll probably cost me like thirty thousand dollars to fight it. So, wow. Anyways, it's good like... thing I don't. Good thing I don't have to fight it. Good thing Derek told me to to get a hold of my old insurance. And uh, they're going to take care of it or, or they're going to take the lawsuit if they don't drop it. But that trips me out. Dude, Cam Newton just signed with the Patriots. Shut up. Yeah. Like right now? Yeah, one-year deal. What? You know who's been buying Patriots cards for the last month? Who? I mean, uh, Cam Newton cards for the last month. You have? Yes. Nice. Rookie cards. Wait a second. Where do you see this? It just popped up, man. I I know. I mean, shit. I I'm on the internet. And I don't, I don't hey, see it. I know before anyone else knows, bro. Shut up. Are you serious? Yes, I got the connects, bro. You heard it here first. Hopefully, well, they won't hear it first because uh, this will come out maybe thirty minutes after we're done. But anyways, Cam Newton, a patriot. Wow. Cool shit. I mean, what's Stidham Price is going to do now? Yeah, because his stuff has only been going up. It's been, it's, it, so I've been like keeping an eye because I've moved a couple bigger Stidhams. And, you know, I'm not really one to like move something like hold on to it and like a, oh my gosh, you know, and just dwelling on like, oh, I should have held it because there's plenty of cards that I've moved and then they, they tanked, you know, so it's a give and take. But, uh, I moved a uh, Panini One hundred anniversary shield logo one one auto, and uh-huh. that was one. I was like, ah, you know, I just don't think it's going to be higher. It could be. I could be wrong. I've already done well on it. I just don't want to hold it. And I've been watching this market, and it's 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 been weird. Like it's been going up, and then like oh, cool off, and go back up big, and then cool off a little bit, and go back up. You know. And because they haven't signed anyone, so everyone's been waiting. Like, it is Stidham really going to be the starter? And if you're right, I mean, I still don't see it, so I don't know. I mean, I'm right. Trust me. 
Bro. Can't believe you don't believe me. I mean, I do believe you most of the time, but I don't see it. And I, I'm wondering why. I don't know. I dude. What popped I'm, up? What popped up? Cam Newton signs. No, no. What app? What what uh Bernie's info app, bro? <laughs> Why don't you believe me? <laughs> I'm upset you don't believe me. I'm going to go look at your page and you got like Cam Newton cards for sale. <laughs> hey, it is. If this was live, it might be different, but this is going to come out an hour later, you know? Sure. <laughs> so how could I be my pump and dump? I mean, you know what uh, Card Collector 2 is doing right now, right? What? He's all in Com C right now, buying up all the Cam Newtons. Oh, that's right. He's like the the Com C flipper dude. Dude, he's good at that. He is. So, I mean, if you want to go right now to Com C, they're twelve bucks for a Chrome Tops Chrome. Are, are they yours? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're your Tops Chrome Cam Newtons on Com C. I mean, they are now within the last thirty seconds. They are <laughs> bought for twelve bucks, sold for thirty-five and forty. You know. Oh, jeez. Um. Anyway, that's exciting news. I'm sorry for all you guys. I don't have one Jarrett Sidham because I never believed in him. I'm sorry. I know. Um. Yeah, that sucks. Well, you know, I didn't think they could afford him, so I'm I'm wondering what the the price tag yeah. on that. I'm really I'm curious on this. I honestly thought that he would have like too much personality for the for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Huh. That's crazy. All right. So now we got something to watch for my uh for while we're live or not live, but while we're recording here because we're gonna do a Cam Newton watch on my uh Com C <laughs> bought for twelve bucks. Let's see if they sell for thirty-five and forty. Man, that's wild. Um, because you know the thing is, some guys will buy them for twelve and put them up for a hundred, and they'll still sell. Com C is the craziest place for flipping, and that's really the only place I get to take advantage of it. Usually, I get fucked in the real world. I'm not like Dom, where people, <laughs> you know, people pay me to take their cards. So. <laughs> I'm always overpaying for shit. And Com C is the only real place that I could ever make a little flip here and there. So shout out to Com C. Speaking of uh, another company, and then my cousin Ryan just texted me right now, Cam Newton Patriots. So I know he's a big believer in Stidham. So we'll see what he says about that. And, you know, it's not Cam's Newton. I mean, imagine how much Stidham's prices go up if he beats Cam Newton, you know? Yeah. Not saying that Cam Newton's great, but Cam Newton's a good quarterback he just you know his injuries really fucked him but i think he gets a lot of shit for uh no reason there i think it's just more his he he has a loud personality you know and it's yeah I but did, he's not really saying much like just because he dresses funny people that, think he's like yeah but i mean when you dress like that and you're pouting during your post game reports and all that stuff it's like yeah you know but but cool. he's us, bro. Like some most of these quarterbacks have a good face, like for that kind of stuff. But I like the ones that show their emotions. Like that's why I was always a big fan of Philip Rivers, and he gets the same kind of shit. Oh, he's a big whiny baby. But I like the guys that just go 
and I mean, Tom Brady's kind of the same way, but when it comes to interviews, he like wipes it off. But I love the dude. I could just imagine someone putting a microphone in my face after I just lost, and I'd be like, yeah, what you think, you know? Yeah, right. I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> like, yeah, dude dropped the ball in the end zone. No, I mean, it's not a team loss. The motherfucker dropped it. Like, I know you want to hear me say, you know, we all lose as a team. We win as a team. You know, that's a bunch of bullshit. We all heard it before. But then they get murdered by the media when they don't go with – they get murdered both ways. So, speaking of Com C, what do you, bro, have you been on my slabs? No. So, I've, I've seen a bunch of people post about it, and I just never – I don't know. I just never did it, I guess. I think I I've cruised. And I say my slabs could take over, bro. And this is the reason why. But it's up to the people selling. So they only get 1% fees, bro. Wow. But the problem is most of the good cards for good prices are gone like that. And then you'll look at – you see, the thing is I'll, I'll pull up an eBay tab or a 130point.com or a card snoop, and then I'll pull up my slabs. And they're only getting 1% fees, but then the guys will put the card for like 25% more on there. So it pisses me off. I'm like, oh, man, you're saving money here, but then you're still trying to do your little price gouging or whatever you want to call it. But my slabs doesn't control that. You know, as that company, that was a great idea. I mean, we thought of, you know, we posted cards for sale on beastbreaks.com when I was breaking as singles, you know, and I was like, and we've done that type of stuff, but never to like a big, huge, like a, like audience you knew it would never take off because you just needed to touch a lot of people with it and then you know i think you know ryan card collector 2 does it now he sells singles and i'm not sure if steve at 101 does but it's cool for breakers because you got people coming to your site it's just really hard to start something like that and they're they look like they're growing daily and it's awesome that it's all graded cards you don't have to worry about yeah you know a, a junk card on there but is as soon as I think there's more cards on there and they'll have more competitions of sellers. They could probably get more competitive with pricing. But as of now, I still give it a two thumbs up from the, uh, for the hobby podcast. And again, that's not a paid advertisement. It's just something I like. Um, Yeah, it's cool. I'm going to have to check. I know I, like I said, I know I'm, I'm signed up for it. I just don't know. I just never used it. I know the owner of it, the creator of it. He's actually in our in Master Breakers. Uh, Is he? Yeah, I for dude. You know, I'm, I think I've even dealt with him before, like trades and stuff. We uh, need to get him on here. Yeah, I'll have to. I know because he was talking to me about it on there. Someone's like, "Is it legit?" Blah, blah blah, and he commented, and it was like, "Yeah, it is." And he's like, "Well, how do you know?" And he's like, "I I own it." <laughs> <laughs> that's the best way to, to uh, respond right yeah i own it <laughs> i mean it's great and and i know you can you could get some smoking deals on there you just got to be on there and keep hitting refresh for them to pop up they even sell wax bro Jeez. so there's wax um speaking of you know products and stuff i was checking out some new panini stuff coming out and on friday july 3rd they're coming out with obsidian draft picks yep exclusive and they even put yeah online exclusive they even put the downtown cards in there oh that'd be cool and the downtown are in their college uniforms i bro i keep saying bro a lot today man it's good i'm I'm feeling i'm feeling close to you so yeah it's like bro mon gi bro you're my gi bro 
I, I'm I'm bro Montana and you're GI bro. So I know with the pandemic and, and all this stuff, they couldn't have the damn uh, rookie premiere. But man, you're not gonna find me buying college cards, and I I think I speak for a majority of the community. And Obsidian, it doesn't sell that great anyways, but it's a real nice collector's product where it looks really nice, you know? Yeah. They're bitching looking cards, but man, I don't want no damn college uniforms. Do you? So, no. And it's it's kind of like, I'm glad that it's through their website because you know if it was through through a regular distributor and whatnot you know the msrp will be like 130 bucks and then blowout will have it for like 300 and whatnot so i am glad that if they're, they're gonna do some new product that it's gonna be through their website so there's no second market secondary market that can take advantage of that you know what i mean so it's really for the people who do want that product do like that and product and stuff like that you know what i mean yeah, but on the same note, what's going to stop people from buying it all up and reselling it? No, and you're right. Um, and, and and is it going to start? Is it going to be a Dutch a Dutch auction type deal too? Oh, uh, jeez, I I hope not. I mean, you never know with these guys. Yeah, I mean, because we've been we've been having more and more people come in. Um, not more, not a bunch of people, but like we'll have people come into the shop and be like, "Hey, you know, like Legacy, for example." Oh, Legacy is a good example. Legacy was on blowout and all these websites uh, at like 200 bucks a box, 190 a box or whatever it was, something like within that $10, you know, give or take. And um, the day we got our stuff in, a dude who comes in all the time, uh, he's buddies with Cheek. He's like, hey, you know, I'm, I want to grab some, um, but Panini still has them available on their website. And I'm like, oh, Sam, I'm like, how much are they? He's like, oh, they're still at 135. So I'm like, cool. Mm. You know, we match that. It's, you know, it's not, that's, we want to maintain him, of course, buying from us rather than online. And uh, I was like, oh, shoot. I'm like, yeah, we will match that. And I think more people are starting to, to step back from ordering online when Panini's offering it and then seeing that huge price difference. You know what I mean? Because blow being like, they're 200 bucks. Yeah, we'll wait for Panini to run out. And then guess what? That's all we have, and we're the only ones who have them. They're still two hundred bucks, so you right. want them, come get them. You know. Well, I think it only works on a product like Junk Legacy. Yeah. Um, and I'm sorry, but Legacy is absolutely turd buckets uh, in my it's, opinion. It's such a, it's such a, uh, it's almost like it's like boring. You know what I mean? It's yeah. The design is dumb. The chromium doesn't even look right with. I, I don't know. I don't like the browns and the it just nothing pops to me. The the rip cards are in there now and, and they put a big hype on those and now they're selling for like three, four hundred dollars and it does and you get a dumb little card inside like, you know, Gypsy Queen or not Gypsy Queen, um uh Allen and Ginter, which was cool, and now they're trying to ruin it, but Dare to uh, tear. Dare to tear, yeah. Did you have you gotten one yet? We did. Um, so we did a case. We did a one inner break. Um, and the dare to tear was, uh, Herbert. Uh, we the dude didn't do the dude didn't let me tear it, which I understood completely. Oh, I'd make him. But I had the other the other inner uh, for the shop. Dude, a dude came in. Uh, the day it came in on on Friday, and bought like four boxes. Didn't hit anything. Gave up. 
and we had a couple guys come in the next day on Saturday, and I was like, it's like, oh, you know, you have eight boxes left. Anything come out of the first ones? I'm like, no, nothing. Like literally nothing. Um, and he's like, all right. So they one grabbed one, grabbed the other one, and then they just sat there toward the rest of the eight boxes, uh, and they killed it. I mean, we had like a two auto out of ten, um, a two a mini gold out of twenty five. And so on, but there was a rip card, and it was uh, Carson Wentz. And uh, I was like, "Dude, are you gonna rip it?" And he's like, "You can." My hands are too shaky. I'm like, "Oh, sweet!" <laughs> so, I, so I went live uh, in the group, and we ripped it, and it was a Big Ben uh, short print, uh, white and green speckle something. I, I don't even know what they're called. I didn't look into them because I didn't think people would be ripping them because the, right. the resale on them is so high right now. You don't know, like, ah, do I rip it? Do I sell? You know, what right. do I do with it? So, and that's the problem. I mean, I'm glad for the collectors who are buying in that hit one that can actually sell something out of there. It just doesn't seem like it's going to be a tried and true type deal for me. Um, I like when things are original. Like, you know, I don't know. It just it bug it bugged me to see that. Yeah, especially in that product. Well, yeah, they're just trying to ride tops and give something comparable. I mean, you get it from a, a mark, I guess, from a marketing standpoint. But yeah, but can you pull autos out of there? I don't know. Uh, you know what? I don't think you can. I would hope you could. Like tops had like autos in there and plates in there, and yeah, the, wo- the wood, the Abraham Lincoln's yeah. fucking pubic hair. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> Alan Ginter. I like Alan Ginter. I'm still like, hunting, but uh, speaking of stuff coming out, July 10th. Uh, Chronicles draft target only. Now, this is what trips me out about this, and I, you know, me, I sound like a hater, but I don't like Chronicles either. But this Chronicles will have Spectra in it, yeah, select and optic, but it has 14 different brands, yeah, with all the other ones. You know, Chronicle Chronicles will have the Chronicles set. Prestige, right? Spectra, Select, Donruss, Optic, Phoenix, XR, Limited, Crown Royale, Playoff, Elite, Absolute, and Certified. And then I think regular Donruss, too. It's always like one or two or three sets too many. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, you oh, could have kept Donruss out of there. They do, they do score, too. Oh, really? Is it? I'm not sure if it's in this one, though. I so, think you could keep prestige out of there, playoff out of there. But what's cool is you're gonna kind of get like a a premonition of select and spectra what it's gonna look like for football this year. Is it a different design or are they jumping off of 2019s? It's 2020s design. Oh. So that might be cool. I mean and it's a retail only, but you get an autograph per blaster. That's all it takes. You know, that's all it takes for a product like that to take off. That's going to be a product that you're going to see people just. Yeah, because if it could only get it at Target, that means it's retail only. That means the good autos are going to be in there as well, not just the junk contenders autos, you know? Yeah. What else? They've been doing that uh, once a year almost, it seems like, um, at least once a year, with a Target exclusive product that you can still pull all those. They did that with, um, was it Playoff, I think, this year? With the first, second, third, and fourth down autos, I know somebody posted. Yeah. Uh, they pulled like a 
they bought a couple boxes, hit like a DK number to 10. One dude pulled like a Haskins number to 25, stuff like that. So that's cool when they do that. Wasn't that like prestige? Was it? It was something playoff something like that. or yeah they had like all the different colors maybe it was absolute maybe i don't know oh yeah that... you know what absolute was yeah was it they had like the their own color th- scheme yeah i'm gonna back off the hate of chronicles for a minute because i've never been a fan of it but that's because chronicles was baseball for so long and it didn't have any of the uh you know the the logos and it kind of turned me off but this will actually might be a product i wouldn't mind picking up at target especially with one autograph per blaster and it's got like exclusive parallels which i don't get because if it's supposed to be target retail only how is it having four retail exclusive parallels i wonder if it is retail only or i mean that's what it says but maybe they just mean like, oh, it's going the retail one's gonna be Target only, and then when we come out with Chronicles later on in the year, Ooh. it's regular Chronicles. Yeah, you know? that would make sense. But what I liked about it is, I mean, if I could find a positive and something that I'm not a big fan of, it would be the. I want to get Spectre out of there. I wouldn't mind getting some select. The negative is it's all college again. It's called Chronicles Draft, but I think that's gonna be a lot of products. I don't know why they don't have their uh, designers and their photoshopping away. I think it's it's literally appealing to you have you have so many dudes in this draft class that are coming from big college teams. You know what I mean? So it's I mean the last ta- time a quarterback was even relative drafted out of Alabama was uh what do you call it? AJ McCarron. Uh, Bro, you've been hanging out with Cheek too much. I. This is the second podcast in a row you brought up an Alabama quarterback. I, I'm just saying, like, I'm talking from the the desirability of a product. Like, when you have, and you, know, a, and you notice how they keep pumping Joe Burrow Ohio State cards because that's why exactly they're they and are, he's from LSU and they're just putting, because fucking Ohio State fucked that up. Quit dude, rewarding them with cards and they got Jalen Hurts in his Alabama stuff for score and. For autographs in Legacy for Alabama. Mm. Because why? Because Alabama, they're targeting that market. We got dudes joining Briggs who are buying pro teams who don't even follow the NFL. They only follow college football. They're Bama fans. They're buying pro teams chasing the rookies. Judy, Ruggs, you know, they're trying to get these dudes because they're in college stuff. So it's working. Oh, real quick, by the way. So I've been refreshing nonstop COMC just to watch the Cam Newtons, and I think you might be right because they are disappearing and prices are rising on them. Awesome! I'll let you know if I, I sold any yet. <laughs> let me let me refresh, dude. You should go to eBay sold listing. I'm telling like, you, I'm, I'm gonna... watching it right now. Like, I keep every two minutes, I refresh, and there's a bunch gone, and the prices of the ones that are there have gone up. We better go. You better go check uh, card collectors' two feet right now. And <laughs> be like, I've been buying Cam Newtons for two months, and look at this. What I did. I mean, he's like the master at that shit. Oh, this is Damn. wild. Okay, so we're talking about product, and then you were talking about legacy pricing, and and now I just want to get, you know, I want to get down to it right here. What I what what's been eating me up all day. Let it out. Okay. It, it goes back to distributors. Okay. And it goes back to product like 
supply and demand, but the product's not even two months out yet, you know? So don't give me that bullshit. I won't. Just let me hear it. All right. Opulence, right? Uh, yeah. $800 presale price from distributors. Yeah. Guess how much it is at blowout? 3000 Yep. Yeah. Presale. <laughs> so guess how much it's going to be on release day? Uh, yeah. So you're buying box now. I mean, this is where you know I'm not sucking you off because you're a breaker, and and this won't affect your prices. This aren't gonna affect you selling stuff. But come on, eight hundred dollars presale to three thousand dollars. Yeah. Do we need to make twenty two hundred dollars on a box of opulence? So wild. So and I have one. I have one more product to talk about. Go for it. See, and, and I had a spreadsheet made up, and I lost it. So I'm even more mad about that. <laughs> I had it on my computer, ready to go. But it, um, uh, what, what, what product was it? Damn, encased basketball, right? Okay. One seventy-five. Presale. That's all it is. Yes. Wow. And I mean, you probably won't get any because you you haven't been on the list long enough. But so, I I don't mean to stomp on your toes here. All right. But pre-sale is five fifty. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, I mean, you, you get, can't you get tell a graded me that. card, man. What? You get a graded card. Oh yeah, that's the re- <laughs> you get an eight five. <laughs> I mean, come on, freaking hobby, come on. And like it's what's tough is that you see, I see it, and I'm sure you do as well. I see it from both sides. You know, these guys boosting their price on blowout whatnot to five fifty one. They put these out, and then they sell out. So they're like, "Oh, you want to buy it all at three hundred a box?" And we sold out the twenty cases or ten cases we put online. All right, let's uh let's try four fifty. Let's see how this goes. Oh shoot, that sold out too. Uh, all right, you know, how oh, fuck that shit. That, that's what I've watched it. I've watched. I know, but that's that. that's not that's not right. But that's when a, you're that's a, bus- a business, though. I'm not talking about. But when you have a business, you have certain margins. Like you're like, okay, we need to we we have to do 26 percent of product, right? We have to make it. We need to add 20. These guys are adding like 300 percent, bro. I'm not. It's not panini though. These are these are. I didn't say it was panini. So I mean, it's a business. Getting maximizing their profit. Blowouts never like come out and been like, we're here for the hobby or anything like that. So, well, they better fucking, well, the hobby's there for them. They better fucking be here for the hobby. I just, you know, it's, I've never, I understand. No, you're totally right. I do understand the business side of it, but come on. I'll tell you, I mean, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you what I don't agree with. And this is the example is National Treasures basketball. That, MSRP or whatever it was was like twelve hundred or ten uh ten uh thousand fifty or something like that, right? And Panini has always honored that, regardless of how jacked up their website is or anything like that. They've always gone off of that on their pricing on release date for any product they release. And this for National Treasures, they did not do that. They put National Treasures basketball on their website at four thousand fifty dollars which did undercut Blowout and Steel City and all those dudes. It did undercut them because they had it at like forty-five dollars or $4,600 a box. 
Panini on release day was at 4050 They have never done that before. They have never raised their own selling price above their own MSRP. And they did it this year with National Treasures. And guess what? They sold out. Yeah, well, then you could go back to, well, they're a business but, maximizing their uh, profit. See, that's, to me, they that's that's murky water with Panini because they are no. the ones who are setting the MSRP. And they set the MSRP at the 1000 or 1100 or $1,200 pricing. They do that. Right. You know? This is... I'm a, I'm the opposite. I think Panini should be making the most money off of it, not some third-rate company selling to us. That's why they raise not their some middleman. That's why they're huh? raising their prices because there's. I know because all these distributors are making all the goddamn money, and Panini gets all the blame. Yep. So Panini by raising their prices, good. I would if I was Panini, I'd say fuck you guys. So you buy our product, we put a thousand dollar map on it. You sell it for forty five hundred. It's a shit box. And guess who gets the emails? Not blowout cars or not the distributor. Panini gets all the bullshit emails, all the bullshit social media, and it's it's not their fault. So if anyone's gonna make money on it, I wish Panini made money on it and, and stop all this bullshit. That's true. Going back, you don't see right? you don't see like you know oh fuck at blowout cards. What a box. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. And I mean you couldn't blame blowout. You know, but. If you think about it, they'll be like, well, they didn't pack the boxes. Yeah, but they didn't pack the boxes, but they priced the boxes for you. Yep, that's right. I guarantee that it's the first company that has it priced. So guess who has to follow suit when they get it in the stores? Yeah. The stores pull up, oh, blowout cards, how much are they selling it for? Oh, two, you know, this much box? Okay, that's what we're going to be at. Well, yeah, because, I mean, that affects our reorder. If blowouts got them, if everyone, all the online dealers have them at you know let's say let's keep using national treasures if everyone online's got them at 4500 or 4400 that's what the following week when the distributors have their extra 80 cases they're willing to let go of they base it off of i know i know exactly sucks and it affects breakers like you but what about the guy who got 30 cases on release date no kidding oh dude the idea of that is like what you're making i know 15 minimum $15,000 $15,000 a case and you you know you're sitting there posting it up like it's a throne you with your 20 cases like your $300,000 worth of profit on one release it's wild now did you see this is what okay future breaks Alex did you see what he did with legacy no I didn't and he usually has really good pricing anyways but he said screw it man I'm not even going he he marked it up what he normally marks up and he was Blowing that shit out in case breaks. And what I'm thinking, so he was saying, okay, I'm going to make my certain percentage. I'm not going to make 100% profit on it. I'm not going to go with the grain. And yeah. it sold out in minutes or whatever. But not only do you sell out in minutes, guess who you, you gain customers by doing this. Yep. And if he starts doing this with all the product this year, that's 300% jacked up. He's going to skyrocket, you know. And you know, you don't have competition with him. You're a Facebook breaker and he's an IG breaker. But there's a lot of IG breakers. And, and if he starts hitting that and people are going to be mad at him or whatever, but I hope the collectors aren't mad at him and they're like, fuck yeah. Yeah, I you mean, you, you have to you have to be able to – you have to appreciate that when they have the opportunity, in, you know, to make that – because it was. Until Panini put them on their website, 
I, dude, I saw, I saw a breaker. So legacy, dude, if you, oh, I'm just like, I'm over. I can't even like get it out. I know it, we're overload information right now. It, it was, if you maximized your, uh, distribution of legacy and, and you moved it all. So at 12 boxes, retail was 2,400, right? All the big online dudes, whatnot had at 200 a box. Um, prior to Panini coming in at 135 and so 2,400, that is literally more than triple what people had in, had into them. Right. Tell me why, dude, there were, I saw people doing half case breaks, some six box breaks of this stuff at like 225 mm-hmm. big breakers, 225. Cause they do this stuff where it's like, Oh, one random team. It's only like thirty dollars, you know what I mean, or whatever it is. You know, it's, like, right. oh, it's only thirty-eight bucks for a random team. You know, here's your, you know, your bucks. Good luck. You know, <laughs> like, and right. I just—it's crazy. It's so wild. Uh, it's so wild where the products have driven uh, the consumer uh, and and the people moving it, whether it's through a distributor. Uh, online sales or a shop or a breaker it's crazy people just see that money and there's like oh and we did national treasures uh, i didn't get any allocated uh my my distributor called me up the day of release hey man sorry i couldn't get you any you know i'm like ah, i get it i'm new I, I nt was the last thing i was expecting um especially at those margins like there's no chance we really even sniff that product uh and he's like but I can get you a case uh, before we reprice it next week. And I was like, what? I'm like, sweet. Uh, and he's like, do you want it? I'm like, yes. Overnight it, we got it Saturday. I think retail was at like 18000 at this point. We sold it. Uh, we did a break just over our break even after fees. So significantly below um, uh, retail uh, we just took into because we take goods, you know, on payments and every three grand, you know, you lose a th- you lose a hundred bucks uh, for fees. So right. uh, outside of our fees and stuff, our price was just over break even on it. And because we just were like what we were able to get a case and we still have enough room that we can run it cheap enough that it will blow out any other breaker. You know what I mean? We just wanted mm-hmm. it to be able to we just wanted to be able to run it and be like, boom. We just ran some NT basketball, um, and but they did. He left us thousands on the table for it, and the idea, the concept of people buying this stuff at five hundred a box and needing to squeeze every dime to get forty five hundred a box out of it is mind blowing. It's you know you're running breaks and you're so you you want to tout this whole like oh it's a community we're a family all this and obviously this is more on Facebook you see this crap than you do on Instagram um instagram it's not it seems like there's not as much of that going on um but on facebook everything's like oh we're a family you know our break group's a family and blah blah blah. meanwhile you're like all right here's nt well it's 45 retail plus our fees plus shipping comes out to like 4800 4900 a box and they fill it and it's it's wild it's just you're like what what's happening why am i (laughs) how can i what i don't know (laughs) Uh, yeah. Uh, update on Cam Newton's uh, Comp C. They're all gone, bro. Shut up. So people aren't relisting them, so they're going to sit back and see what they sold for. 
So I bought mine for 12 bucks, and I'm going to turn around right now and reprice them. I'm not going to go 30 or 40. I'm going to go 20 bucks and watch how quick they go. Cause eight bucks. Hey, that's good enough. Right. Wow. You're right, dude. This stuff is, this is how comp C works. Ah, so crazy. I was looking to see like all the stuff that was on here. It's gone now. I bet Zane was on there too. I mean, the first, a lot of people used to go to eBay first, but the smart guys go to comp C quick. Cause then you get that money put back in your account and you go start buying some PC. I mean, that's where I get all my like nineties 49er cards, bro. Com C is like the master for that. Man. So you remember Levi LDP? Yep. And how he's a rapper now. Oh yeah. What do you mean? Oh yeah. I was I'm like, Oh yeah. Was, oh yeah. No, you, I remember. I mean, well you said it like, Oh yeah, I heard it and it wasn't very good. I just, no, I, literally saw a cam newton orange chrome that i was looking at when it was at 24.99 and i refreshed it's at 120 (laughs) see so it was like a who's the user's name what's the user's name um this is scott law 115 okay so all right anyways so he he put a new album and i'm not big into hip-hop nowadays but i listened to the whole thing multiple times he goes by levi wrote or he goes by Rose17 now. I think that's how it is. It's got a little thing over the E, but I'm listening to it, right? Okay. And it says in the song, One Spot Win a Raz. He put that in? Be- in? Yes. In between. <laughs> bro, so I recorded I recorded just that piece. I'm going to stick it here on this. Uh, I'm going to try to edit it in right here, but. It's fucking badass, like, and I'm like, dude, I'll be honest with you, I don't like this style rap, this like newer like style rap, but I listened to the whole album multiple times, and I was, dude, it's really good. I I think he could make it, like, I don't know how far people make it now, but I was like, dude, I can definitely hear this streaming somewhere. So, shout out to Levi for that. That's pretty cool. And then shout out for putting that a uh, Raz little Raz line in there. That was awesome. <laughs> That's um, so cool. And Chronicles releases on the same day in Hobby as well. And so, Hobby, okay. Yeah. I was more, you know, talking about the Target only, but I wasn't, you know, paralleling that with Hobby. So that makes sense why there's a draft exclu- or retail exclusive now. Um, That'd be interesting. Dude, ha- have you seen – huh? That'll be interesting. I'll just leave it. Have you seen the McCutcheon short print, that photo? Yeah, I, bro, I thought that was fake the first time I saw someone post it. Uh, yeah, I saw I saw the first time I saw it posted was on Twitter by Andrew McCutcheon. Wow. Like He's like, yeah, this is my favorite card. And that thing, ESPN reposted it, and that thing blew up, dude. The highest sale, 375 Wow. It isn't a super short print either. It's just the short print photo variation. But 375 250 299 360 that card has exploded. Man, I was like, that'd be a cool card, but I'll wait till everybody stops talking about it and it's back down to twenty five bucks, and people are returning it on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how it happens. Like, like you said, when things are happen too quick to think. Yeah. Like, all right, I loaded my Cam Newtons. What are they? I'm gonna look at them. I'm gonna see if they're already gone. Oh, you already loaded them, man. Oh, you you wanted to buy it? No, I'm I'm watching this. Like I've been refreshing this. Now I'm. This is crazy. It's so. Well, you know I've never. You were, 
I think what you were going to do, don't even get me started on a Panini Contenders Optic Basketball. You guys don't even want to know the price ranges on that. I won't even air it out. But I know what you're going to do to me, Dom. So you're like, oh, Bernie bought him for 12 bucks. He's going to put him on 20. I'm going to buy him for 20 and sell him for 50. No, I wasn't. I've literally been, Bullshit. I, didn't, I didn't buy any of these. I, I've, I'm just watching them. I've just been sitting here refreshing, like wa- literally watching them disappear on here. It's crazy. What's crazy is when they don't reprice them right away because they're like, oh, man, I'm going to wait till that first preseason game and get 100 bucks for the damn thing. Instead of thinking like, well, what if he doesn't make the team? Why not just make double your money on it real quick and, and buy some more stuff? That was my thinking when I got them. But I got several other Cam Newtons that I got before this. Um, I thought, you know, Ryan and I were talking about it'd be a good spot for him in uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, we talked about New England, but it didn't look like it was going to happen. But, man. Wow. So if you got Stidham, guys, you might as well hold it. Yeah. Hold like, it like don't panic. Do not panic by on this. Dude, they're just disappearing, man. So crazy. The, the Newtons? Yeah. Yeah, because, you know what? And Comp C is going to have one of those post flip of the week, 700%. Oh, speaking of flipping, I know a lot of people don't like uh, slab stocks, but have you seen their new uh, thing they're coming out with? Uh, No, wait. No, I don't think so. It's like it keeps track of all your buys. Oh, what? Co- yeah. Yeah, you saw it or no? Yeah, I was reading about that. And it's, you know, free and it's going to be through eBay. But that is pretty damn cool, man. I was I was looking at that more up close. And, you know, you know, people don't like them. But if you think I think they were like the first ones in the hobby to start doing this kind of stuff. Graphs and stuff, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, first, they, are they, they the first, first ones you remember? Yeah, I don't remember seeing it. And you just kind of saw it popping up and. That's another thing, you know, they really utilize the whole sponsored posts and stuff where you can pay uh, to have your posts spammed. No, out. not Stock X. Who? Slab Stocks. Slab Stocks. Dude, hold on. I need to look them up oh, yeah. now. The two dudes, you know, that they're Wait, collectors. Which one, did they get? which one got busted at the National? Well, they weren't busted at the National. They got, like, Called out trouble. for their, like their mom had to say that it was them. That yeah, that was slab. That was slab stocks. Oh, okay. These are the same guys, but yeah, they don't. That's charge, what I'm talking about. They do no. Then you said StockX. Oh, well, I just mix up the names. Or you said they they started the whole paying. No, I'm saying that slab, whole slab stocks is the ones the ads I see all the time. The 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 paid ads uh, for posts and stuff like that. I see them all the time. I don't see StockX posts. I see slabs. No, StockX are the ones that pay people to post for no, them. No, no, no. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like where you oh, take okay. your own post and you pay like 20 bucks to spam it. You promote it. Yeah, yeah I yeah. just promoted. I promoted my um, triple auto. Oh, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. That's I see slab stocks promoted uh, posts. Yeah, they get a lot of shit. But man, if you ever watch any of those guys live, they know a lot of stuff, man. They're they don't just they're not. Maybe they got in trouble for pumping and dumping. I'm not going to get into that. I, don't, I I have nothing against them. Um, only because I don't know exactly what happened. I know about the eBay thing, but yeah. it may have been a coincidence. But um, those guys are fucking smart, man. And that new 
you know, whatever you want to call it, uh, program or or it's linked up to eBay somehow. But that thing is next level, man. I, I, that would be great because there's been so many cards that I have like bought. And a good example, my uh, precious metal Hulk Hogan's. When I was talking about, I was like, I can't believe how much you know hundreds of dollars now for him and i was trying to find out like you know what did i buy him for and and you know it's it's a pain searching through your saved searches and then if that like that user is not available anymore and then the picture's gone and all that crap so that'll be uh that'd be really cool i'll keep an eye on that yeah i mean i'm gonna it's gonna be the trans you know it's analytics man and i mean as much as people want to hate on that from happening, everyone else, everyone's doing it. Have you seen Ed's post lately? Uh, Kiss my Raz? Yeah. Which ones? The ones where he's keeping PSA in business. Oh, all his like. Jesus Christ, Ed! <laughs> if you're not grading every card you've ever had, this guy. Uh... I know he said he listens, so. I hope he listens this long. God <laughs> damn, man. Those fees. See, I get cards and I'll put like a stack of like 50 cards I want to grade. And then I get it down to like six. Because I was like, man, I don't want to pay all that money when it comes down to it. Yeah. But Ed's grading like $2,500 to $3,000 lots. I mean, good for you, man. You're banking. I know he made some good money on Top's 2020 project too. All right, he's Do you have any- that early. Yeah, me and him, you know, we were talking about it long before it blew up. It blew up, and he cashed in, and I didn't cash in as much as him, you know. But I still think it's going to rise. I think that since there's 400 cards, and there are 100 cards into it now, when they get to, you know, when baseball starts going again, and maybe a card will show up on TV, and they'll be like, hey, check out these cards, or or something will happen again, and people are like, damn it, you know, I need card number 87, and that's where – bh breaks in with like hey i got card 87 two of them <laughs> i want a so-so one man that's all i want he's he's not even is he on the roster no he's so how are you gonna get one i'm not i said i want one yeah there's 20 20 guys i don't remember yeah i don't think so so 20 dudes and 20 artists so 400 cards jeez I have, so i, I have love top 2020 and I collected them for the, the art. You know, I'm a little artsy boy. I like the art stuff and the Shepherd Fairy and all that stuff. But, yeah, then I started buying. I never bought ten of the damn things, but I bought five of the bigger names and uh, ones I really thought were going to, you know, do well. And then I've been posting where – so if you're listening to this and you have extras, hit me up about my extras. I like to swap them straight up. And they're selling, like, cheaper than they were on – the tops website now that's how so what happened is people got crazy and came in and fucked the market up so bad that it, they killed it they killed it hundred thousand print run ninety thousand print run 60 people are like nope i'm done yeah so thank you to those guys for fucking it up i saw what you posted too about the guys who were buying them in huge quantities chasing down that 101 um yeah well what i meant is don't buy them from Okay, so me and Ed have been talking about 2020 for a while. Yeah. And I was buying mine from eBay, right? Oh, okay. And he's like, hey, man, don't buy them from eBay because you're going to miss the gold card. And I knew about the gold card. And I was like, yeah, I don't care about the frame card, you know. 
no big deal. Right. But now you can get on the Jeter ones. Some of them are autoed. And then you could even win that Ben Baller jewelry piece. Yeah. And then I was thinking, so it's been a month since we talked about that. I was like, what? I wonder how many people don't even know about the gold, you know, frame card. Maybe they want it. Maybe they want to sell it. I don't know. And then you see people selling them and you're like, well, why do you think they're selling them? Because they want to order a bunch and they want to sift through all your cards. And all they have to do is order one extra one because yep. you're only going to get one gold frame. Yeah. So they take the gold frame out and they ship you their stuff. Now, I don't know if this is any kind of like moral compass type thing, but I think it is. I mean, that's like me opening up Beast Breaks again right now just to sell Tops 2020 cards. I mean, it's one, it's it, you're when you're ordering it secondhand like that, you're literally ordering that card. You're not ordering the card knowing you have a shot at blank. You're just ordering that card. So, I mean, if you're if you don't care about the possibility of hitting that one on one, then it's whatever. But what if you don't know about it? Like, say you ordered it from Tops, and you got it. Yeah, the one on one gold. Wouldn't you be like shits and giggles? Oh going yeah, crazy. Of course. of course. I mean, but you're right. If you want the card and you just want the card only, and you're dumb and you don't know that the you could get a gold, <laughs> then order it from someone else. <laughs> I'm going to back that up because then I even had Tony hit me up like, hey, gold frames are on, you know, every release. I said, yeah. So he went and started looking through all his. I wonder how many other people didn't know about him. And if you're selling him that way, that might not be your reason. So you don't have to get offended. But if you are, I mean, the majority of people that are selling them that way are selling them for that reason. So they can get the gold card and, and ship you, you know. I mean, there's guys selling thousands of them on eBay. So. And, uh, geez. So what's happened? So my lawsuit, that wasn't me (laughs) products. Then we had product hikes again. We haven't talked about grading, which is kind of good. I don't want to talk about grading, but it seems like PSA is super backed up. They are. And if you're, if you're sending in cards, you better be doing like a 20 day because I think all those other ones, if you look on their website, it says like a hundred days out for the, uh, 45 day. Or economy, whatever it is. Um, yeah, anything else? I mean, we got any any lawsuits for you or any summons that I need to know about? <laughs> Not that arrested? I know of. Um, there might be a couple out there. I will Well, say... apparently you don't even have to be involved to get one now. So <laughs> They're like, hey, you remember that uh, car accident where you ran into a bunch of cars? You're like, no. Like, well, here's some paperwork to remind you of it. <laughs> right. Well, I, I'm wondering how many Dominic Malagrandas are in your area. Um, Considering how much I've moved, I would assume not many. Well, that was pretty cool, too. When, you know, Derek pulled up a website when we were FaceTime, and he showed me, like, 35 guys with the same name of me in California. Wow, I didn't think your name was that common. I didn't either, but... So you need to just go by Bernard Hammerstein. I was thinking about a name change, but now it might look suspicious, so I'm going to have to hold on off on that. I will say I always, that... I was thinking Thorson Od- Odinson. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a great name. <sighs> All right, do you have any final thoughts? Oh, we have uh, a voicemail to listen to. Oh. 
What's going on, Bernie and Dom? This is Jake from JP Graphs Cards. I just saw your story, Bernie, and letting you guys know if you ever need a guest. I would be happy to shoot the shit with you boys and talk some sports cards, grading, investing, all that. You two are the homies. Good luck on your podcast. Peace, boys. Right on, Jake. Thanks for the shout out. Nice. And you notice how he said, like, if you ever need any guests, like, we don't, like, nobody wants to come on. <laughs> like, we're just so lonely. Just talking. <laughs> <laughs> nah, JP Graphs Cards. Uh, thanks for the shout out, man. You're the only one that's left of a, a voicemail so far. So you should get, you should win some kind of prize. Jake Phillips. Uh, I cleaned some of his cards and uh, he tips extra for uh, if you gem mint them. So that's always a nice gesture. Oh, cool. Yeah, we'll have to call you. I've I've gotten a few people that said, "Hey, you know, you know, can I, I come on and give you my insight about something?" And and yeah, but um, the main thing is 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 we like to surprise. You know what? I want Dom to interview someone next week. Not you know. <laughs> do you? It's know, a little bit. Do you want me to interview someone? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a little it's a little bit different when it's you and me, you know, talking than when I'm interviewing someone. Like you gotta. You, to play the interviewer is is not that easy, you know. And I'm still learning. I'm still learning how to just talk I just, on a podcast. I feel like uh, I I come off as really intense. Oh, uh, I don't know. Maybe you do. I I catch myself when I re-listen to it, like going to ah, 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 you know, a lot trying to because you're. I want these people to understand like your mind is going like a million miles per minute, and and you have so much to say, but you can't really like grab it. Yeah. And like normal stuff, like when we were talking about game worn and player worn in the last one, I kept saying player worn, bro. And you didn't correct me. I was talking about game worn. But like, it was, I don't know. I mean, I've known you for so long that if you say something, you knew what I was talking yeah, about. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think to correct you either. Cause if we're talking about game worn, game worn, game worn, and then you start saying player worn in the same context that you were using game worn. I just roll with it because I know what you I know what you mean. So I just like oh. I know, but for now on though, you got to correct me, like I did when you said 2020, when you meant the year 2000. Oh. Because then you have people start wondering, like, oh shit. And what's weird for anyone that has never done a podcast before is the simple shit you forget. Like, it's so crazy when you're thinking of a product that you might have in your hand or you've been talking about all week is when. You're getting when you're recording for a podcast like that slips your mind. It's crazy. Does this same thing happen for you? Yeah, it does. There, like uh, there were things that like I wanted to talk about today or that would come up in the shop, and I was like, okay, you know, got it. You know, this some this this blank thing has come up three or four times in the six days we're open, and I and like you, just, I just knew like I wasn't gonna forget. And then the moment I was like, hey man, I'm ready to go. I was just like. Oh, damn it like, i can't remember <laughs> it at all yeah so if you guys hear us you know stutter up or get stuck on something or even last you know when i was uh interviewing lane i called him zane three times <laughs> because i just got done doing zane i'm like man i can't do a zane and a lane in the same week i gotta space that out better so uh we gotta have no way on here we we need to duel no <laughs> You and I interview Noe, <laughs> South Texas Breaks. Next week, it's happening. Uh, yes. I got some guys lined up, man. I got Scotty, you know, sentenced oh, yeah. to prison. Yeah. I want to get Ross on here. You know Ross. Yeah, he lives here. 
Yeah, I know he does. I want to get him on here. But the thing is, I don't let you guys know exactly what date because I kind of want to – I don't want it, like, rehearsed. So, um, like, Southern California Sports Cards, Mikey was supposed to come on in the first week, and, you know, he wasn't ready, so I just skipped over him, and he, he'll be on sometime. Um, oh, just, of course. It's more natural. we got to get – we got to get cousin Ryan on here. That's going to be a knowledge dropping mother humper right there. No kidding. I love when he's in the, not even like in the break, but when he's like in like select dude, he can just keep a convo going about anything sports related. And it's amazing, especially on those long breaks, you know, where I'm out more life, like two hours at like midnight. And he's just chilling, talking about everything. And it's so great. Dude knows so much. He does, man. He he is great at like forecasting too, like players. And uh, what's funny though is it doesn't work as well on Instagram because you could see how many people don't know shit. Because he'll be in the he'll be in the chat trying to throw a conversation out and nobody replies. And I'm like, oh, they're not replying because they don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> but that's the funny thing. All right, well, let's close this thing to an end. Do you have any shout outs you want to give? Hmm. Yeah, I did. Uh, crap. Let me guess. You forgot him. Do you want me to start and then uh, I'll come back to you? Yeah. No, you know what? I want to shout out, and you obviously know I'm good friends with him, but he needs to be more active. And that's Keaton, uh, Eagle's Nest. Uh, right. I don't know. He he needs to get back on and start posting. He's got tons of stuff, dude. Tons of stuff. Always trying to trade, stuff like that. He just needs to start posting more. I told him to hit you up about – uh. Uh, a new logo and a break mat too. Um, he does need a break mat. Well, I think it's, yeah, I think it's the whole Canadian exchange with money. And, and you know, the shipping thing is probably deterrent for him, but I know you get all his cards and you ship in one shipment, right? Yeah, I, I ship him a good, it's probably, boxes normally cost like 80 bucks. It's about the, the same size box. It's probably like, a, imagine like the, the size of a box that a helmet comes in. That size. I ship him one of so, those every couple months. So I guess I should make you a logo called Dom C. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> you're like his Com C, bro. You just hold all his shit, and when it's ready to ship, bam. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Keaton, you need to get more active. He does have a ton of cards, and sometimes when he posts cards, I'm like, damn, I didn't know he had that kind of stuff. But, yeah, he's been, he's been loading up, especially in Master Breakers. Yeah, he is. So – Definitely I'll shout out Keaton. I got another one. Yeah. I can't remember who it is. I might have to wait. I'm going to start writing this stuff down. Yeah, you need to, man. Shout out to Tojo. Tony, Tony. You know, I've been doing designs for his mushroom company, and then he even hooked me up with his ladies' company, Taylor Farms. I got to do a logo for them, so I'm stoked on that. It's 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 funny. He's like one of us, bro. Like, Have you met Tony? Uh, I don't think so. Does he live in he California? Been- no, he lives in Pennsylvania. He'd fit. He's uh, good friends with Ryan, card collector too. Okay, that's how I met him. But he's super good friends with him. But he's more like us, you know. Got it. Yeah. You know, Ryan's nice and polite, and Ryan's like a perfect mold of a nice person, <laughs> businessman, marketing freak, and then me, you, and uh, Tojo. <laughs> We're just sitting there bullshitting and making shit up and Ryan or Ryan would be sitting there like, Calm down, guys. No, he he's he frees up. Ryan freed up at the national, but he still maintains his professionalism, which I like about the kid. But yeah, I don't basically that Frankie Magic cards, shout out to him, SP cards, 
Shout out to my boy Lit Sports Cards. I'm gonna have to have him on. He's like a Bowman master. You know, I don't think but, I've actually. I don't know if I've ever met Frankie. Uh, Frankie Magic. I don't know. It's it's. I never met him in person either. Okay. There's a few people, man. You know, that's what I, I miss about not having the the national uh again person yeah. December. Is that that was one thing that you know, even if you don't knock out a bunch of deals at the trade night or whatnot, but Ryan putting that thing on. You know, it's just so cool to meet oh, yeah. people and and put, you know, usernames to faces and stuff. Um, it is, and it's so weird, too. You're like, oh, you're yeah. so-and-so? That's weird. You don't look anything like it. Yeah, I, I do. I will I will miss that this year. I'm still going to the one in December, but it's not going to be the same. Right, no. it won't be. But, all right, so if that's it from you, that's yeah. it from me. That's it. All right, so this was... Uh, episode number three of for the hobby with bernie and dom and uh thank you guys for listening appreciate all the feedback you guys been sending dms oh we don't listen to podcasts we don't like podcasts but we listen to you you know that's perfect so we love it it, so very cool all right dom well you have a good night stay away from the courthouse or the jail (laughs) and uh i'll talk to you later man all right guys see ya see ya